Professor Brian Brown's research shows that vulnerability fosters good emotional and mental health. It is a sign of courage. We become more resilient and brave when we embrace who we truly are and what we are feeling. The Vulnerable Scientist Podcast is a space for scientists to tell their honest and authentic stories. I am your host, Saranya Kerry, who happens to be a scientist, informal science communicator, and I help scientists create personal websites. If you want to support this show, go to www.patreon.com slash thevulnerablescientist. You can also follow this podcast on all social media platforms at TV Scientist Pod. Let's talk about the highs. Ah, I thought we'd covered all the highs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. What highs? I don't remember any of the highs. Uh, Are there other highs that you didn't talk about? Ah, uh, what would be a high? Highs would be when I, you know, got a, got um, offered jobs. I guess. Uh, yeah. Hi, no, uh, yeah, maybe little highs when you know you're. When a when a when an when a script works, oh, that's a big high. Mm. And you've struggled for ages trying to uh, dis- to 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 write a pipeline and then debug it. Mm. And when it finally runs, uh, <laughs> those are minor wins, but they are definite. They feel like big wins. Um, um, but career wise. Mm, I was, I was, I'd say, getting that uh, postdoc position at Kemri mm. Kilifi was a, a big high for me. Mm. I was really, really um, excited about that opportunity, and I would love to go back and work, um, work in that environment. Oh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm in a different, yeah, human health here as well mm. in my current position, but mm. not so. Um, well, different setting, right? Mm. <laughs> it can't beat uh, the Kenyan coast. Ah, the Kenyan that, coast. So <laughs> it's not the research, really. <laughs> the research, the research, the research was there. The the the, the coast is a perk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to be in a, in a, yeah in Kilifi was a perk. The, the environment was a perk, but the research itself was also definitely. I mean, that's what took me there. And would have mm. kept me there. Mm. 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 Okay. So, um, you were brought up in Coast. Um, mm-hmm. Then you move to UK. Then you come back to Kenya. Then you briefly go to, was it before, after you go to Switzerland? Uh, in between, yeah. Yeah. Then, <laughs> then you also go to South Africa, right? For oh, doing your... no. No, that was you only... Didn't. Yeah, I, I did. I did for my... Um, PhD. Thesis d- defense. Um, mm. spent, I didn't spend any time studying oh, in South Africa. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah. So um, the question here is, how different were those experiences, like in all these different places and now back to UK oh so different um so I noticed that the pace at which uh research gets done outside 
is slightly higher. Mm. It's um, maybe maybe it was uh, because it's the institutes that I was in. So in Switzerland, um, you know, I was in a in a kind of a in in a facility like they were um, a service facility. Sorry, so they mm. it's um, so they they would be working at a higher pace to um, to meet the the demands by the clients, but. Um, um, but what I did learn was was work ethic in in from these different places. They mm. they all every you know I found that in Europe people work hard and and play hard. I guess you can say that they. I mean, not that in Kenya people didn't work hard. Everybody everywhere people worked worked hard. Mm. Um, I just the the it's the pace that was very different. I found. Um, mm. Uh, maybe, you know, it was because it just, I, I, maybe it was just access to it, access to the internet was fast. So you could access information really fast and you could, you just like get into this, uh, way of doing, I don't know, this fast, your mind tries to keep up with the pace that's around you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely, I mean, in, in the early days, uh, in, in my, um, career in Kenya I de- I did notice like a big slowdown when the with the internet the internet speeds were were not great mm. back then they're they're great now but mm. back then they weren't and I could you know you'd type something you'd you'd, you'd search for something in um in a in a web browser and you would and it would take ages for the results to come back and by then you like be forgotten you know what <laughs> what you've kind of you have to really stop and and try and, rem- and remember what, what you were doing. Searching for. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That must be have been annoying. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> but the other thing was, um, which I I often laugh about, is the difference between uh, uh, public health hmm. scientists and um, and agricultural scientists. There's they're very different. Uh, there's the 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 public health scientists like who have a clinical background mm. so doc doctors um and non clinical uh background they just it, it's very different the intensity um you know uh, th- th- is is different um and not in any any the, not in any bad way it's mm. just they they're, they they I think the training, the clinical training, really, um, uh, I don't know, uh, ingrains some certain characteristics and behaviors mm. um, in 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 medics. Uh, you, yeah, um, they're they're serious. You know, Bangladesh <laughs> mm. is quite serious. Mm. <laughs> uh, maybe they have to be because of their training and mm. and. Uh, uh, life is serious, you know. It's a life or death kind of seriousness. Mm. Um, but yeah, that was like it was a it was a bit of a culture shock, moving from from agriculture to to public health mm. um, in in Kilifi. But um, yeah, apart from all the all the other shocks, <laughs> what other shocks? <laughs> well, you know about working on human health and. Mm. Being um, 
being uh, being confronted by the problem you're solving every day uh, mm. you know it's um yeah wow interesting uh mm-hmm. I, I was wondering if or when talking about the highs and lows um mm. are there any other highs and lows that have not close related to your career that you would like to talk about but that have might have affected your career or played a part or a role in your career progression um it would have to be a high i think um mm. meeting my husband uh-huh. um i th- yeah i ex- find myself uh um to be I, i i feel i feel lucky to to have met him and um he you know has um he's a very very different personality to me uh different background different upbringing but he instilled um oh he encouraged me to think about um things like um uh forward planning like uh, or you know think about the um well just planning actually what what where what are you doing now mm. and how is it um how is it beneficial to where you want to be mm. or what where you want to go mm. so in 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 practical terms that would be something like um learning skills so why don't you learn um why don't you learn uh python you know because mm. it's um it, well he wouldn't suggest he would he would we would have discussions and he was like so how are you, you know what what kind of learning do you want to do and he actually probably um in in probably in not uh, not um consciously but uh, he inf- he he has influenced my uh my take on or, or my my approach to to life a bit especially learning so mm. you know how do you you have to constantly be he he constantly reinvents himself and, and keeps learning he he's always doing a course or learning a new skill and to be around somebody like that you feel like oh okay am i i don't want to i don't want to be left behind i don't mm. want to stagnate um and i want to learn new things so he um i think he 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 has um made me uh realize or appreciate the joy of learning mm. and the joy of reading so he's an avid reader and he would he he, he would he would read a book in in a week you know um he's um he he loves books and he has an in, incredible capacity to retain information mm. um which i don't know i haven't <laughs> that hasn't rubbed off unfortunately mm. uh but but it's yeah kind of information and reading and um reading um useful things or reading even for fun like but but why like choose choose how you spend your time mm. um choose what kind of television to watch for example what kind of movies you want to watch mm. um don't you know just put on the tv and um let 2 hours go by without you having benefited from anything from it it's just you know just um be constructive about how you use your time okay would be so my husband <laughs> yeah meeting him has changed me <laughs> mm. for the good i think 
So, um, so what I'm seeing here is the people who you surround yourself with, especially closely, have an influence on how you progress your career, right? Because you mm-hmm. already mentioned even about networking and even uh, a friend who knew about Ingrid's own, she's the one who actually introduced you to that, like made you know about it. Like that circle that you keep close. So while asking that question, do you think that your upbringing affected your, your career choice in any way, like your parents or whatever people who were around you? Yes, time. definitely. Mm. Yeah. My my mom studied microbiology, so I mentioned that she was um a research uh, technician and mm. um and she she did that for till quite late in her um till she retired, so quite till quite recently. Mm. And my 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 dad um is a an engineer and he he loves he just loves science, you know, he um he loves anything engineering and physics and mm. and all that, and he always um, told us about the wonders of, of physics when we were growing up. Um, mm. But even um, even biology and even health. So he's he's the type of person who um, who loves knowing about things, mostly technology. Actually, mm. um, um, and he's always like been interested in technology. He tries. Uh, br- tries to bring in new technologies to his work or to his personal life. Uh, apart from mobile phone, he hasn't he hasn't got a smartphone yet. Wow! Um, but he's 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 <laughs> he's abstaining. Actually, he says he mm. doesn't he doesn't trust himself with social media. Mm. But uh, <laughs> um, but but otherwise, technology, uh, mechanical, let's just say, technology, oh, he's really okay. embraced and computers, and he built his own computer. And, wow. Um, so he's he's very um, definitely he that he has both of them have been a great influence and, and not just them like I grew up in a joint family so my uncles and my aunts and my cousins and we all we all grew up in or stayed in the same house mm. there's a huge household mm. and we were we were very close um a close knit family um so everybody um, and my my uncles were also very um science-minded and, and uh, mostly physics actually so uh, physics and mathematics so they that was science has been um, yeah always been like um, in in our blood and in our conversations and mm. and yeah it was I, I, it's no wonder that I didn't think that I was going to do anything but science as mm. a as a career so you didn't think of doing anything in the arts or pursuing a career out of science? Never. Nope. I, um, nope. As soon as I realized, I think that I needed to make a choice, I beelined for science and it was biology. I was always just always interested in chemistry, not really physics. I really like physics and I wish I, perhaps part of me thinks maybe if I had gone for physics, I would have really... I still enjoy physics, but mm. um, I just felt more comfortable with biology. Yeah. Do you want to talk about childcare and pursuing a career as a woman? Uh, we could. We could, yeah. Okay. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> having lived in Kenya, I was, I say, it's been like 
a breeze raising children. Mm-hmm. Um, I now have two children. Mm-hmm. Um, and and um, skilled um, skilled help is is available and accessible in in Kenya as you as you would know. Skilled. Um, skilled as in you know uh, nannies or um how homemakers or, or mm. house home managers and, okay. and cooks and cleaners and all that mm. they're they're you know they're specialist skills so mm. to have a to be able to afford a um a, a, a nanny to 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 look after the children while i was working and while mm. both my husband and i were um and to have somebody to help around with the house so we didn't spend all our time cooking and cleaning hmm. that has been just yeah um it's made it's made having a um a career hmm. much more easier and and healthier actually hmm. um healthier in that we you know when we spend time with our children we're we're spending time with them we're not um cooking, we're not cleaning, cleaning. or cooking or hmm. Um, doing all the these other things um, that one needs to do um, in a in a household. Yeah, wow, I like that. Like I've never thought about it like that. Like having help helps you to spend the time that you have with your family. Like mm-hmm. actually spend it's, time yeah. with them. Yeah, it's quality time. Yeah, mm. you you you're you're there. You're you're all there, present. You know, with each other, doing things together. Mm. Um, yeah. Mm, okay. So when when they grow get older, of mm. course, now that we're going to be moving to the UK, it's um, it'll be different. Mm. Uh, and they're all much older. They don't need that individual um, attention. Uh, well, they they need individual attention, but they don't need as much. Um, you know, uh, full-time supervision, like a little child would. Mm. Um, they're much more independent now, and they can, and they now are of the age that they can help out um, mm, with the household. The house. mm. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we can have fun doing that together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll be another way of spending time again. Yeah, I mean, it's it is, I think it is... Um, yeah, you can have fun. When I was growing up, we mm. we did that. You know, mm. we I remember have really fond memories of, believe it or not, washing up dishes and putting mm. them away after dinner or, or helping. Yes, yeah, we used to because there were so many of us in the ki- oh, in the house and okay. the kids, and we used to. That would be our time together. We would we would we would joke around with each other. We would sing and we would dance and we would. You know, while we were doing all these chores, mm. so they weren't. They they felt like chores sometimes. Of course, you know, uh, when we were teenagers, like we didn't mm. want to be. We wanted to be moody, but mm. um, but most of the time, the we didn't, and we found it. It was it was a time to to bond, because mm. otherwise you're at school, and other and when you're at home, you're probably doing your homework, and then you're in bed. Mm. So it was those times we'd we'd get to. Hang or hang out or hang around with each other, and not be told off <laughs> for it. <laughs> okay, um, so there's a point where you were talking about um, your career path. Now you had 
you had had a consultancy with Isipe before you had two consultancy with Isipe and with Elri and you got a position at Elri, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So what happened to the Isipe one? I've just remembered that right now. So it was a <laughs> it was a um it was just it was a short-term consultancy. So mm-hmm. I I left that to take up the 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 more full-time okay. more long-term position at Ildri. Mm. Um but um I think yeah that position was then swiftly take, taken it, position at Isipe was taken over by another um very uh, qualified bioinformatician. Okay. Um there's also something else that you mentioned that uh, we were talking earlier way earlier about uh, the different career paths when it when it comes to bioinformatics pre PhD, like without a PhD. Um, and you mentioned that some of the people that you know are in other career paths, like in startups. Uh, do you want to talk more about that? I don't know if I have much to say about mm. apart from the fact that we we should um, we should perhaps, you know, there should be when there are open days or when there's like career talks mm. um, for, be, for bi- inf- aspiring bioinformaticians, mm. um, these these alternatives should be mentioned and not just in bioinformatics in mm, any science career mm. yeah any is this, as a scientist like you, there isn't now anymore just one pathway available mm. there are mm. if you yeah there there are many and just just look just look around look look wide and 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 look um all over the globe mm. people you know if I think traveling to different places is very, very important with, um, as a scientist, I mean, as an individual in general, like mm. it opens, it makes Your you an mind. open-minded person. Mm. Um, but, he, but as a scientist as well, you, you know, learn about different ways of doing things and mm. um, different, op- you know, different opportunities um, open up. And yeah, I, I think traveling, if, if, even if, yeah, even even if you're in your scientific career after PhD, try and mm. find a postdoc elsewhere mm. or to another postdoc elsewhere, you mm. know, so you can can travel. Um, unfortunately, I know that in in um, for many like that is not uh, really an option because there's there's family obligations and um, location is is very um, uh, sometimes is is restricted. Mm. Um, but if an opportunity does arise and there is a way to take your family, then that would also, you know, um, yeah, would encourage that. So um, then you had stayed in Ilri for four years, right? Mm-hmm. After, like, uh, after Cambridge. This, yeah, yeah, that's right. In yeah. The sand disposition, right? Yeah. So um, what made you switch like what was that what happened between there and moving to nottingham oh that was a domestic choice um for family mm. uh so yeah we uh, we decided as a family that um we wanted to to bring the children up in the uk my husband is british so mm. um so he is he 
he had spent now two decades abroad and he was um well it was yeah we we yeah for for the for the kids you know mm. to, for them to to feel um to 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 feel a connection to their other um side their 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 nation they are their other nationality mm. um so you know with kids you have to you always have to there's so many complications kids kids bring up <laughs> bring in a lot of complications to life mm. <laughs> but a lot of joy as well mm. um so you know you have to think about the years the school years and um their age and when would it be when when is it good for them to when are they flexible enough to move and mm. to assimilate into or just into a new society school, yeah. or a new way of doing things and their school years example exactly mm. so all those we had we had a window um when they didn't want to do it too early otherwise mm. bringing them up in the UK is difficult as i as i explained we wouldn't have all the luxuries mm-hmm. um of help that we had in kenya so we didn't want to do it too early and we don't want to leave it too late mm-hmm. um so otherwise it would it gets really um difficult for them to to um to adjust to a new new society and a new everything so 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 yeah that's kind of what what uh, prompted the the search so for me it was you know if i want to get a if i want to work in the uk which we would have to um if we wanted to um um be financially uh, okay um then what what kind of skills do i need to start building mm. So I started looking around okay what jobs are being advertised what skills are they asking for mm. and now you know what do I have what do, what don't I have okay mm. so I have a list of things I don't have mm. let me start working on those mm. to make me employable um when I want when I yeah when I when I need to apply oh so it was something that you had been thinking about so yes. you had prepared yourself mentally and everything skill wise and all that that's a good uh, tip. skill wise sk- skill wise i'm still working on that mm-hmm. <laughs> you you're forever catching up you know with this mm. um <clears throat> in this field yeah uh but by the time you've you've learned something it's already it's already moved on <laughs> and a new new tool or a new yeah. way of doing things have have emerged so mm. um but but mentally yes we have been discussing for years um and uh yeah with my husband and mm. it's been a to and fro you know discussion but eventually we agreed that this is what we wanted to do want to do as a family mm. just well, the kids were not involved in the discussions of course but Whoa. my husband and i <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a say yet mm. yeah <laughs> sorry for them No, no, they're too young. They can't make informed decisions. 